Stocks closed flat today, ladies and gentlemen. On today, Fed Decision Day, the Fed came out with a 25 basis point increase. Is this it? Is this the end? Because some economists and strategists like to think that it is. But right now, we're going to tell you that that may not be the case. Welcome, everyone, really? to Buy, Hold, Sell. I'm your trader, Todd Schoenberger, and I am joined by my friend and co-host, Tobin Smith, out in sunny and hot Scottsdale, Arizona. Toby, it is freezing in western New York right now. I just want to point that out to you. So I'm very jealous of your current situation. I know. Look at the tan. Look at that tan that you have. You look great. We both have a very special guest on the show today, Henry Weingarten. He's managing director of the Astrologers Fund. Henry has been all over the press lately, particularly in December, with a fabulous Forbes article saying that he is the only one on Wall Street who got it right. Henry, welcome to Buy, Hold, Sell. My pleasure. It's not the only one, only the big guys. Obviously, other people got it right. Big guys, but you know what? We like to give the credit where it's due. So, Henry, okay. how about that? Because right now you have, you follow the stars, you have this, this astrological uh, tool that you, that you really take, I would think, in a combination with technical analysis, and that really helps with your decision-making as far as, as trading and, and, and your picks for the markets. And fundamentals. And, and fundamentals. There you go. So with that said, I mean, I got to tell you, Toby and I were predicting a down market in January. We've had several guests on the show that actually said the opposite. They were right. We were wrong. Where do you stand right now? Well, first of all, it also depends on which markets you're looking at. Because, you know, there's, what do you have, seven stocks that sort of determine the, the majority of what's going on. So it's, it's where, where are you looking? Uh, basically, we see it as we saw it as a trading market. Doesn't matter to us if it was up or down. It was you could trade it one day up and trade it one day down. Uh, obviously, there are a lot of people who think that inflation is or, or pretending that uh, inflation is behind us and that everything's been wonderful and the market may go down for in a soft landing and then everything's be wonderful fourth quarter. And that's not our view. Our view is we will stay in this trading range. The Fed was feckless today; didn't do what they should do, and uh, we'll get more earnings reports that will be subpar. The only question is. Uh, how wrong the fundamental analysts were, because as, as a technician, the definition of a bull market is when fundamental analysts are wrong because they miss <laughs> the numbers one way and then the other way. So um, we the big difference in what we see and what other people see, let me just say something, let me start over a little bit. We do fundamental technical analysis, but we do something else that allows us to outperform, and that's basically the, looking at the stars. The difference is when we get to the spring, especially around April, we think there's going to be some events they're going to knock the market hard, 80%, 85%. So if we stay up, you must have protection regardless. Now, uh, we're big believers in commodities. Basically, when the market's down, we like to buy it. So we're trading oil quite a bit, gold and silver quite a bit. And obviously, today's action was good for both of those. But okay. the fundamentals are not good. We're going into recession. People are being squeezed. And it, if they got really lucky, the Fed will just have 5% by their numbers. Obviously, it's much higher. Uh, but with what they're doing now, it's going to stay above 5 And Okay. And that's where you see it. So, so did the stars tell you what the Fed may may have done to that? I mean, was there no, some type as, of prediction? As we always like to say, we know what the Fed should do, but not what they do do. And generally speaking, the last two years, they've not done a very good job, which well, is why we're in the mess we're in. Well, Todd, I don't know what you were watching today when the Fed chairman was you know, talking to, to the to the press, et cetera. Um, yeah, the, he didn't give it. He, didn't, he wasn't very direct with his answers. Well, he, first off, yes, I was in January dead wrong uh, at a macro level because I really I really felt that with the Fed raising rates to the point where we are, that we were sort of going to the back to the future market, I call it, which which meant that earnings actually would matter, that fundamentals would matter. Uh, more than you know, just uh, high beta, and I was completely wrong. Um, the, the you know, when you look at Bitcoin up forty eight percent in January, when you look at ARKK funds up twenty two percent, yada yada yada, go through the whole thing. Every high beta name uh, skyrocketed in January and has continued in in February. Uh, and so one has to ask oneself, WTF? Why the hell is that happening? And it's not just one thing. But but at the margin, remember, the stocks are priced by the marginal buyer, the person who is not price sensitive. And obviously, between the people being short going into January and the essentially the ARK <clears throat> investors, are you going to stop moving? I'm starting to get uh, uh, dizzy. <laughs> Jesus. Um, 
the, you know, the, the ARK investor, the, the 15 million new accounts that were opened during the pandemic and in the next year, uh, yeah, that are all down 70%. And basically, they're back to YOLO FOMO. Uh, uh-huh. They're doubling down on their ARK deal. They're doubling down on Tesla. They're doubling down on the stuff that's down 70%. And so right. right now, it is a high beta, meaning high volatility stock market. And so we're long as hell against with these beta things, because guess what? I don't even need the stars to tell me this is what the market is doing. And we're going to stay with it uh, until it, it doesn't. But Well, it depends, again, which stocks you're looking at, because quite a number got did get hurt by uh, earnings as well. Right. So, but I'm, yes, I'm just saying high beta. Beta yes. has nothing to do with fundamentals. It has to do with volatility, right? Well, yeah, and volatility so, is great for traders. It's a yeah, great trading market. Right. So, I mean, you, from an investing standpoint versus a trading standpoint, right now we are high beta traders uh, okay. and until we're not. Um, well, and, and, and yes, what the, what the Fed didn't do today, what Powell didn't do today was come out and attack the market. He was, the, he was a pussycat. And the market was ready for this. Hey, you guys, you know, we're we're going to take all the pain we can get, get ready for it to get ugly because we're raising, raising, raising until blah blah. He didn't say any of that on on the on the on the work levels. We have one point nine jobs for every one job uh, person seeking a job. They yeah. have to raise rates to eight percent to put a ding into that. And he well, came out and all, said, "Guess what? You know, uh, it's going to moderate, but we're we're not we're we don't declare victory." By killing, you know, essentially 50% of the jobs that are available. He said, I'm not going to do that. He didn't say it so many words, but he said it in so many words. So now, if you're an investor, a stock investor, okay, he's not going to kill the market on purpose. He's not deluding himself to saying that that he would raise rates to 8%, which is what you, you technically need to kill, you know, these jobs. Because remember, we're talking about 8 million jobs that are not filled. They haven't put a ding in that at all. And he's basically put the white white flag up and said, we're, we're not going to try for heroics. That's why the market, uh, the NASDAQ was up 2.8% by the close today. You know, as all the shorts were unwinding. All the people scared that he was going to come after the market said, ah, 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 dead wrong. Yeah. You know, buy, 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 cover, cover, cover. Okay, I, I, quickly, a couple of points. Uh, just, let me jump in here real quick, Henry, okay. real quick. On on the Nasdaq, there the Nasdaq action today was great. The Nasdaq's up to over thirteen percent year to date already, and it's going to pop even higher tomorrow off of Meta's numbers. It just yeah. came out after the bell, which were just blockbuster numbers. So when you start thinking about the Nasdaq being up double digits, now we're up to, up to possibly fifteen percent after tomorrow. Oh my goodness, that wealth effect is huge, and I am I, I agree with you, Toby. I'm very surprised that Powell did not attack the market and think about, okay, what do I need to do to start bringing down some of that, that the wealth effect? But Henry, Henry. You, you go on. Okay, first of all, when we talk about investing, if, if you look at our theme for this year, it's invest for 2024. Forget about 2023. Invest for 2024. Already? Because of the volatility, which is clearly going to be here regardless which way it goes. So that's yeah, number that one. If you're an investor, you've got to take that long view. If you're a trader, okay. you have to take an extremely short view. And it's always shorter and shorter intraday. So we could be short last night, cover, and you know before the news, blah, blah, blah. Now, in March, he's going to sing probably a different tune. And in May, there's going to be likely to be some swan events that are very unpleasant, including politically in the US. So there are things there that you're not looking at. But even leaving all that cosmic stuff aside, people are not are being squeezed. Food and, and energy, well, energy is going to go back up again. But food costs are through the roof. And people are moderating behavior. Savings are going down. Uh, people using their credit cards more. It's yep. not basically good. Now, you're good if you're certain people like ourselves and can make money regardless of what happens. But if you're doing but the average person, they're being squeezed. And we are going into a recession or certainly a slowdown. So we can call it a recession. We can call it a slowdown, whatever you like. Uh, that's certainly coming for the next couple of quarters. More jobs are going to be laid off. And in fact, one of the reasons for this uh, stuff about working from home, it's an easy way to fire your excess people. Uh, someone gave us an interesting quote the other day. In private equity, if it's a good private equity company, they have twice as many uh, people as you need. But in a bad one, you have four times as many people as you need. And there's going to be more layoffs. <laughs> now, of course, at the moment, there are plenty of jobs available. There's a mixed match because a lot of people don't feel like working and they want to just get the government give them money. But this is not a good fundamental situation. It takes time. It always takes more time than you expect. 
which is why you have to have deep pockets if you want to be a short, or like ourselves, dance during the day to cover your positions, yeah. which we do, and, and, and take appropriate hedges. But well, this Lala discussion is not true. By March, you'll see that the inflation is not going down. That's a fundamental view, not an astronomical view. And by May, they're going to be, and April, even April, forget it. By April, there's going to be a, a bunch of issues that are going to be hitting. And we've got a lot of, you know, there's always problems all around the world you can talk about, but there are times when they're more likely to happen. And that's going to be happening in Well, what I, I normally would tease us going into the next, going to the next block. But what issues are you forecasting in April? First of all, uh, Biden's popularity will be be sinking, or he may not be functioning totally because of the political situation between Republicans and Democrats. So you have you have for those who know astrology, we've got the Pluto going on in the U.S. horoscopes, and that means. There's a suggestion that it's going to get very rough out there politically and potentially for the president, number one. Number two. So hold up. I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but, but politically here in the U.S. or is it? Yes, in the U.S. Okay. Number one. Okay. I didn't number know it was two, elsewhere. Okay. And number two, the situation in Ukraine is absolutely bananas uh, in terms of what it's doing. And it's going to be getting worse. Uh, we won't even talk about it, what it's doing in terms of um, the military, but we're not going to win. We've probably lost already. And it's going to be another war like Afghanistan and elsewhere where we just sort of walk away and spend a lot of money. Uh, you've got then you've got the third thing is like we have in New York, we have a $2 billion shortfall because all these illegal migrants are coming in and they expect everything and there's not the money for them. And the definition of the end of socialism, which I think was Churchill who said it, is when they it has to change when you run out of other people's money. And we're not quite there, but there's going to be some signs of that coming up. So I don't like to be, uh, you know, growling there. But yes, you can see things in a positive light and talk about all this nice stuff. But that's really just a perception of misjudging what the fundamentals are and how the behavior will be. And I don't think it's going to be just wonderful. Yes, traders, absolutely. Traders make money if it goes up or down. You can make a fortune every day. And it's traders paradise, paradise for the last few years. But very short term, because these things aren't going to last. You know, we belt beginning of the year between 3,900, 4,200. So this is your rate. We'd have to really break above that to mean anything. And we're not there. Yeah. And well, that's, well, you're, that's, that's well, a place where we, we come back heavy. Okay. Well, well, you're, you're scaring the hell out of me. That's for sure. No, we just, <laughs> I don't know about you, Toby. Protection. The idea is to protect, to hedge. You know, there are things that will do good. For, for example, commodities are obviously a good commodity cycle. Uh, the stocks there are undervalued versus the price of the commodities. Energy was just a brilliant move last year. It was obvious because it was unhappy. And in a similar way, natural gas is a no-brainer. When you, when you start telling people that they can't have gas stoves, that's the time you want to start looking at uh, natural gas well, stocks. You know, Henry, Henry, I hate to uh, uh, be the bearer of bad news, uh, pardon the pun, but um, natural, <laughs> oh, oh. natural Thank gas you for telling us. is down 75%. We, we've been long. A, sorry, what is? Natural <laughs> gas is down 75 Oh, I didn't touch it till 250 You're kidding? Was okay. short at, at uh, we were long from till eight dollars. Right. I'm just I'm just trying back. to make sure we're still reading the same. Oh, data. No, it's only starting now. Only at two fifty. It's come yeah. on. When you play contrarian, you've got it. Always goes further than anybody thinks. <laughs> right. The same thing with recessions and bear markets. It's yeah. never the first bad news and the second bad unless it's you know a, a, a pure disaster. So yeah. no, we're only now talking about it. pandemics. Like like talk, yeah. no, um, it was foolish. Well, to, to well, be, well, the other, you know, the, the other driver here is obviously China reopening and, and what that means for commodities. For instance, they're now importing Australian coal that they weren't importing for two years because right. they were pissing at each other. Um, right. You know, there's more demand that, that Europe sells a ton of stuff to China, uh, particularly Italy and France, and they are getting stronger. The GDP in Europe, I mean, we're long European stocks. They're outperforming U.S. stocks. We're long my, my new favorite uh, stocks, which are anything has to do with AI, artificial intelligence now is the new Netscape browser, Henry. Okay, just to go back a few years. Well, <laughs> let's just say it's a, it's a current hype. Let's put it that way. A right. few it's, years. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a few years, like 1996. But anyway, yeah. um, you know, I, 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 again, the, the flow of the market in the next 30 days is clearly, you know, high beta stocks. Whatever was shitty last year is great this year. Let me put that in very simple terms. Um, <laughs> so look at your 19, your 2022 losers. And the, the, the worst losers are the most up this year by, by an order of magnitude up than what they were. And 
I can't remember another time in the last 40 years that I've been doing this other than, you know, the, the dot-com crash where we had, you know, three 30% runs that all pooped out, you know, but I don't think we're quite analogous there, but I, we're long beta until it doesn't work. And what Henry, I guess, is saying is, is that it's- in March and April, in, it won't work. Okay. So by March, I should be reversing those uh, high beta longs. Well, you should always be taking profits all along, but I would be certainly reducing dramatically by March. All right. And, and that's because- and, and, April of, even more, and April even more. Okay. That's because of political uncertainty. That's because of other negative- astrology. Uh, I'm sorry? That's due to astrology. It's because of astrology. Okay. All right, well, Todd, I'm done here. But I got if you nothing. want, we can give you all sorts of <laughs> I got nothing. What am I going to say? Happen. The stars are wrong? I, I, I look at <laughs> the stars every night for crying out loud. They're beautiful out here. So I, 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 I got nothing other than, other than we're short natural gas, and I like what you're saying. I wouldn't be short now. I'd be long. At 250, I'm recommending it. Let's yeah. hold it right there because I do want to get your thoughts also for the rest of the year because I don't want to cancel the year right now, Henry. Our listeners of yours, the entire audience, these people are investing for this year, so we definitely want to know what we should expect, especially when we start incorporating that astrology, the astrology thesis out of this. And, um, but we'll talk about that. So please stay with we'll, I'm sorry, please stay with us. We'll be right back after the break. I want you to smash that like button. <laughs> Hi, my name is Sarah, and I want to tell you about my podcast called Can I Offer You Some Feedback? I'm a business consultant and executive coach with over 20 years experience in change management, leadership development, and naturally providing feedback to high performers. My podcast is for those of you who have a complicated relationship with feedback, whether giving, receiving, avoiding, or seeking. Feedback is essential for our development. In each episode, you'll hear from real people across industries with their ideas, perspectives, and best practices on feedback. I'll also be sharing business bites with you, simple explanations of organizational tools, management techniques, and leadership philosophies that will help you and your businesses thrive. You can listen to Can I Offer You Some Feedback on your favorite podcast app or learn more at evergreenpodcasts.com. Travis Carmichael, the seemingly social financier who successfully left behind a blue-collar Baltimore upbringing by transforming himself into an elite hedge fund manager branded with a sterling reputation for creating enviable profit machines for many of the world's most powerful people. His success proved costly as he became incessantly vulnerable after a series of careless mistakes and poor decisions originated from his love affair with the brilliant and stunningly beautiful Russian operator Naomi Knight. Through a roller coaster journey, of greed, mystery, sex, and murder, Travis and Naomi's metamorphosis from scorching Wall Street couple to unrecoverable bliss is forever locked for posterity as one of New York City's most interesting tales. Coming to you from former Wall Street hedge fund executive and frequent contributor on CNBC, Fox News, Bloomberg, and CNN, I, Todd Schoenberger, feature a historical novel inspired by true events, including but not limited to those who possess impenetrable dreams of Manhattan wealth and the consuming lifestyle it perpetuates. Please pick up your copy of No Lie Lives Forever, available on Amazon and finer bookstores near you. Did you know virtually all vessels traveling in the U.S. have to be American-built, owned, and crewed? That's thanks to the Jones Act, which is the bedrock of the American maritime industry. On the American Maritime Podcast, we cover the topics that matter most to the 650,000 men and women of American Maritime, while also being accessible for the average listener to learn about this industry. Every episode features a new guest, including congressional leaders, senior military officials, leading policy analysts, and other experts. Come aboard and listen wherever you get your podcasts or watch on the American Maritime Partnership's YouTube channel.
Welcome back, everyone, to Buy, Hold, Sell on this very special Fed Decision Day. Toby and I are joined by Henry Weingarten. He's the managing director at the Astrologers Fund. And Henry, you left off in the last block talking about some of the things that investors should probably look out for this year, for 2024. Sounds like uh, political unrest, recession, uh, several, um, uh, I would say, headwinds that not just investors, but really just, I think, human beings should probably be on the lookout for. But what should investors, are they, are this, is anything in astrology signaling anything that's positive for this year? Because I know we just completed this Mars and Mercury retrograde, which I'm not quite sure what that is. And I'm sure maybe our audience, they probably know better than Toby and I do. But with that, is there anything positive that we should look out for? Maybe the planets are going to align a certain way. It always depends on how you define positive. You know, the planets, you know. Oh, no, wait a minute. Are you a politician now, Henry? On one hand and the other hand? I mean, come on. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, listen, if you're a bit, you know, the the problem is you think it's only good when it goes up. Now, it is true. Markets go up 60% of the time. But, you know. Most people have a long bias. You know, I'm long short, which right. to me, if, you know, fighting, imagine fighting somebody with one hand behind your back. Well, that's what you're doing if you're only buying stock, which is why I joke about buy, sell, buy, hold, sell short. Now, of course, you have to be very sophisticated to do that because you can get killed if you don't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not a question of that. There are times, astrology, we like to say, is like tomorrow, I say it's going to rain. I'm not going to say you're going to get wet. I'm going to say it's going to rain. Now, if you bring an umbrella, you're not going to get wet. So it's a question of when you need protection. Uh, and, and sometimes it's not necessary. There are times you want to protect by writing calls, by doing puts, hedging, all sorts of things. But you're saying now, in, in March and April, there's enough bad stuff coming. Well, that I wouldn't say that, that should be hedging. challenging. Now, for example, we have a couple of things we could show with you. They have three slides. We'll give it. In other yeah, words, well, yeah. first of all, we'll it may up. stop even in February because you left one of the biggest things out, which was Todd's point. At some point, the fundamentals will matter again. They did for a little bit in a few places, but they may matter again very soon. So let's take a look at some of those three slides I gave you. If you could bring it up, okay. so we can talk about it. Okay, go for it. But wait, I'm waiting for you to bring it up. Aren't you bringing it up? Oh, no, I'm not. I'll pull them up. <laughs> no, just go ahead. You you talk about them, and then we'll we'll pull them up when we um. When, well, when I need them to talk about the video. I need it in front of me. I follow. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, well, just Henry, just go and ad lib it. Tell tell the audience what you what you want to say. <laughs> uh, tell you what, can I bring it up on my screen then? Please do. Please, please do. Please do. Now, do we have to? Uh, let me just. I'm I'm reaching for a, I'm reaching for my Glock right now, and it's it says host disabled screen head. sharing. All right, so I can't share it. So I will then just go on my screen and talk it. Okay, and I assume some of this will be edited out because it can't be that interesting to the. Public yeah, no, a it lot is, of it's going it to be is. edited out. Like the last five minutes is going to be edited out. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. One moment. One moment. We're getting oh this on my Okay. Now, for the mundane astrology, which means the work, there's three things that are happening. Okay. Four things. The first is the U.S. Pluto return. Pluto is sort of the what's been going on for the last two, three years and going, going to go for another year or two, where there's a whole changeover in the U.S. political life. I mean, if you talk brought somebody 30 years ago and showed them what's going on today politically, they couldn't believe it. And this type of Republican, Democrat, socialist, um, communist, woke stuff is going to continue for another year or two. And that's one big fact that's just going to keep going. The second is the April 20th. Is it a negative factor, Henry, or is it a positive factor? It's a reformation. Well, it depends. If you're regurgitating and getting rid of poisons, I consider it good, but it can be very unpleasant. The second is the April 20th, 23rd. Three eclipses. Now, eclipses can be good or bad, but it suggests a changeover. It's not only the date of April 20th, but there's a big solar eclipse that's important. It's the biggest one in, in, in basically 20 years. The next one is very interesting from Indian astrology. It's called Guru Chandala Yoga Transit in April, which, by the way, can last with, for about five months. And it was it came just before the 1929 crash, and it came just before the 1987 crash. Hmm. Okay. Wow, and that's the level we're talking about. But it's never happened happen in that, April. It happens. It only within, happens. It happens. It's only happened those two times. Time. I'm sorry. It's only happened those. It's only happened those two times. No, those are the biggest happened. times. It's affected other things as well. But those are some examples. And okay. You've got Biden's horoscope, which is much more difficult than it is currently. Well, give us some. Give, tell the audience what do you mean by that? So what does that mean? Yeah. 
No sex for a month. I mean, you know, I mean, I, you know. well, Hunter, Hunter it moves out. Hunter. It can be listen. It can be his health. Hunter moves back his in. Ability to, to, his, to, to govern. It could be a lot of things that I don't necessarily want to talk about. All right. Um, well, hold on, so, hold on, hold on. What do you mean? I mean, like, like what his mental capacity? Because I mean, yeah, the, the fact that he's slowing down. Yeah, it could, it could be a lot of things that make it where he may not even be president. Let's put it that way, effectively. So okay. it, it may or may not be wow. that. But the point is, the point is, it's very serious for a month or two. Normally, people tell if you're an astrologer, you tell someone take a rest off for the month and just take the day off and just. So with that, with that prognostication, we'll call it. Then are you suggesting that the current vice president would may be in charge by this summer? It's a possibility. There are other possibilities. Yeah, but um, okay, one to one hundred yeah. possibility. Henry. Yeah. Let's just say I don't. You know, let me just say something. It's I have two choices. I called the first U.S. Mideast war two years in advance to within four hours. Okay. Now the people I was basically short the market. The market went up. Why? Because of the fact that it was an easy war and therefore it went up. So I learned not to spend as much time doing the prediction of what the event is, but more what the effect in the market is. Because that's what people pay me for. So I rather, I can make a lot of speculations. I'm more concerned with what the market's going to do than what's going to cause it. But I'm telling you what could be part of it. You also have two eclipses, but the one that's the big one is the one in April 20th. Uh, you have some changes with Pluto going into Aquarius, which is, by the way, is good for your AI stocks that you're talking about. Good. So that's that's one thing. Now, if we go back <laughs> to what we said at the beginning of the year, when we give a couple of um, predictions and a couple of stocks to work with, we basically, where is it? We gave three trades, one of which was to short the market between 3,900 and 4,200, which we do repeatedly. And then three timeframes. One was up to around January 5th, which didn't make money, didn't lose money, didn't make it. The next one astrologically is March 1st, and then around March 22nd, give or take a few days. Then we gave a desert island pick because you notice, you notice I said invest for 2024, not for 2023. And that's Mag Silver, which is a stock we recommended between 13 and 15. It's currently about 1360, 1350. We believe it will be well over 20 to 25 next year. So that's a pick you could just do. It may go up and down from here. I don't care. We bought it at 11. We bought it at 15. Uh, but we think it's going to go up to past 20. Then we gave uh, another baby stock called TMC, which is the the, um, the metals company, which is underseen mining, which which we bought around 55 cents. It's a dollar now. It's going to $3 next year. So, but that's highly speculative. MAG is a big billion dollar company. This is a small one. And then we suggested buying oil on weakness, which we're doing constantly. So these are all the type of things that we can give astrologically and fundamentally. Basically, when we invest, we do fundamentals of astrology. When we trade, we do technicals of astrology. Got it. So the 3,900, 4,200 S&P. It's a zone where we're shorting. We believe we're going to see 3,000 to 3,400. And, and, you know, I'd still say that's a big thing and likely. Wow. First quarter. Okay. Now, this so, year? You think least, we'll see that this year? This year. And in worst case, a retest of 3,600, worst case. And we hit it at 3,800. We hit it at 3,600 because the traders will get in and out because, yes, whatever's going on, people trade against it. So you have to be very volatile or you have to be very long range. So I gave you two long range stocks you don't have to worry about. And um, But no, we think it's going lower because the fundamentals don't justify it. You, know, you have all these people that haven't learned yet. Uh, your markets are different today. They're not like your father or grandfather's market or when I started. They're very different, and there are reasons for it. Uh, computerization is one, and another is these people that don't know anything about markets and do mean investing and do short squeezing and not understanding that you short squeeze stocks that are good. You don't short squeeze stocks that are junky. So you have stocks that can go up to $240 and then drop down to a dollar, which have happened. So yeah, well, it's a, Henry, that, you know, we, we call that the YOLO FOMO HOMO uh, right. you know, uh, trade. Exactly. But they haven't they haven't really lost that. They still have money, but a lot less than they did two years ago. Yeah, I, you know, that, that that was an interesting dynamic of the pandemic when people you yes. know had checks, stimmy checks, and we had social media and right. they get all of their advice from a guy or a gal on YouTube or on uh, TikTok. And you know, if eight eighty or a hundred thousand people watch the same dude or do debt say, Hey, we're buying Carvana. Uh, you know, at two dollars, and we're going to squeeze the hell out of these guys. Guess what? It goes up. Now, what I'm interested to see is 
when does the SEC come in and they've already started it with the crypto crazies? When does the SEC come up and, and say, hey, Tom Smith has uh, 800,000 views on uh, per day on his uh, yeah. YouTube show. And he said, we're going to squeeze Carvana or we're going to squeeze the, no matter what, A-I-C-A-A-I-A. Well, it blah, depends blah, blah. on whether he's also making money from it. Correct. And and all, almost of all these he guys is. are. He's front I mean, running. Look, of course and when does he get out? But there's another thing. By the way, there's one other thing I would like to point out, which the SEC could do. And there's another possibility for April besides the war. And that is because you mentioned about Bitcoin, which is I'm sure we have similar views on that. And FTX wasn't enough. What is the problem is Tether, which is basically never been audited. And when the people realize that USDT is not the same as USDC, yeah. that would be enough to knock out the market. And that's one of the other things that we have, along with Ukraine, along with Russia, along with Biden, that can happen uh, in the April, uh, March, April, May time. So, All right. So I'm writing this down, Henry. When it gets to April, be very careful. And I'd say as in March. Short. I would say as in March, be careful. As it gets okay. to April, be really careful. Okay. We're gonna have we're gonna have to have daily buy hold sell shows during that time, Toby. So you know, that's, ease that's up on why the calendar. There. YouTube. Yeah, that's why we sometimes do Twitter now for a while. I used to have a weekly um thing called Wall Street next week, but week was too long because you made your money intraday. So I had right. to stop it because the market was just too volatile. You either had to have a long-term view, investing for the stars by the month, or you do it for, uh, you know, because again, that's the one, one of the three big differences today is the fact that the time frame has gotten shorter and shorter and longer and longer because, again, computers all have the same targets. So it used to be four months to get 20%. Now it's four days because all computers have the same technical target. Boom, we're there. And then you're right. in the next Okay. Day. Henry, there's no there's no question that in, a, in an algo world, if you will, that everyone is every one of the algorithms has the same formula that when somebody says the word uh missed earnings that auto, you know 20,000 or 200,000 automatic buy or sells go into the market right. uh, we're working on a project right now with a with a, a longtime friend of mine that that you know is one of the early guys of doing this type of trading at the Renaissance fund and uh, you're absolutely right that for the average investor, to me, you have to turn that noise off because it's not going yeah. to make you any money. It's not going to lose you any money necessarily, but it will scare you. And if you're scared, that's when you start making bad decisions. Absolutely correct. Uh, so, so, you know, it, it, it is it is strange that way because it's in, in essence, there's like three stock markets going on simultaneously and you have to choose which one you're going to play in. But if you're going to play in the one where guys move their servers 20 feet closer to the you know data center so that they get their information one half millisecond faster than the guys 20 feet away you're not going to you're not going to win that game unless you're you own the, the computer that's closest you bring up a point i always find the stock market very interesting because here's a, a game where the public thinks they can outperform goldman sachs which has 24-hour trading has dozens of PhDs, billions of dollars worth of hardware, and they think the average person is going to beat them out. You know, if I play against a professional basketball player or a football player, I'm not going to win. Now, there, how on the other hand, if you have specific knowledge, because it's always a question of what's your edge? What do you know that someone else doesn't mm -hmm. know? And when do you know it? And by the way, astrology, in my opinion, is the second best tool for predicting markets. And you are, okay. in, a, you are in a focused group of others? one, Henry, because I don't, I don't know anybody else who does what you do. Well, anyway, it's it the best. The third best is, of course, money flows. Because it doesn't matter what somebody says. It's what yeah, they do with the money. Goes. It's the technical. Well, Wall, Street, Wall Streeters are notoriously cynical. So, okay. I mean, it's obvious that when you start, you know, we're, we're used to looking at data and numbers and, you know, and then you're, you know, you start talking about planets aligning. Yeah, a lot of people aren't going to aren't going to catch no, that. Plus, it's not the tangible matter. there. So. Yeah, but on the other hand... On the other hand, Henry's been in business for 40 years, Todd, so he's got to be doing something right, okay? And yeah, he does. And we have a world-class yeah. record. I'm yeah. glad you didn't ask me what the best way to forecast markets was. It was okay. So I, I gave you two of the three. Oh, wait well, a minute. What is it? He's teasing us, Todd. <laughs> I know. Is this? I know. I mean, come on now. This, that's yeah. the beauty of doing these shows, Henry. We could do a long-form interview here. So okay. we're going to give you the... So the best way, technical money flows, but the best way... To know what's going to happen, it's called inside information. The problem is it's not legal, 
and you very often get uh, free housing and and food with it. And we don't. Ah! You know that was a that was a hell of a buildup, Henry, for a really lousy uh, piece of information. <laughs> I know everybody was on the edge. Yeah, of I want to I want to throw a flag. Here's a flag. <laughs> fifteen yards. Fifteen yards for holding and withholding. <laughs> That's great. Well, let's close it out right there, guys. Okay. Oh, go ahead, Henry. You had a final question for it. Be cautious. Don't be spoiled up with the daily nonsense because the, we're going into recession with slowing the economy and the market's going to follow it. All right. All right. And this year. Well, and this year. Well, I like that. Well, we'll definitely have to bring you back as uh, as we get closer into March and um, the, the dire times of April. Okay. So uh, we'll, got it. we'll see what happens. So that's Tusk, great. Todd, let's, let's up the budget so we can not talk next time in a bubble okay because you know that, i think all the stars behind me I, I, it's, it's also this you is know. the galactic center i'm talking from the distance from the galactic center to you guys it's really <laughs> far away. see that's funny i thought you were in a spaceship actually I didn't yeah know I, thought, I, thought too. I was like <laughs> wow I mean, the astrologer, he's got his own ride for crying out loud. you got to like that. Well, speaking of astrologers, now coming up after the break, guys, because that's going to do it for Toby and Henry. But after the break, I have someone who is an actual psychic medium. She's a lawyer, a Cornell Law grad, and she practices the, the mediumship, but she also gives self, self-help advice to uh, just a long laundry list of clients that are seeking her guidance because they have so many financial constraints. So I definitely want to talk to her and um, and we'll get into that a little bit. But Henry, so I Henry, know if she's going to help us make any money because otherwise it sounds like you're looking for a date. <laughs> that's, that's there you go. Like I'll let you know how that goes. Okay, so good. Henry, Henry, thank you so much for joining us and uh, and we'll definitely catch you next time. We definitely want to bring you back and um, as we get closer to those dates and, um, we and we'll see what April happens. May, we'll see if I'm right or the market's wrong. All right. Cool. There you go. All right. All right. Thanks again. And um, please stay with us. We'll be right back. Buy, hold, sell live brought to you by Transformity Research. How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transform, where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcast, and now available on YouTube. Did you know that 82% of all internet traffic is video? At Bigwig Media, we believe that not only is video the present, it's the future. Are you looking to tell your story in a more dynamic and effective way? Bigwig is designed to be your production studio whenever you need it. Our team will give you a tour and a consultation to identify your needs and we'll make it easy for you. Bigwig works with trade associations, corporations, and nonprofit advocacy groups to provide broadcast quality content, media trainings, capture stakeholder fly-ins, and hold live and virtual events. Everybody is a Bigwig at Bigwig Media. Let's tell your story. A news story gets shared by a friend on social media, or you catch a tweet that really makes your blood boil. But how do you separate fact from fiction? That's the premise behind Disinformation, a 10-part series from Evergreen Podcasts and Emergent Risk International coming this fall. Tune in to Disinformation wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, don't believe everything you read.
Welcome back to Buy, Hold, Sell. We just heard from Henry Weingarten, the managing director of the Astrologers Fund, who really kind of painted a bleak picture about what could be happening over the next 60 to 90 days and how that translates to really a bearish sentiment in the markets. But I really wanted to turn this to this block into really more of a personal approach and really start focusing on the self-help side of things, especially as we are about to embark on a recession, whether it's deep or not, it still impacts everybody. So I'd like to welcome to the show, Kimberly Ferris, Cornell Law grad, psychic medium, and self-help guru. Welcome to Buy, Hold, Sell, Kimberly. Thank you so much, Todd. I'm happy to be here today. That's great. Well, we're happy to have you here. So I got to ask you, right now, I mean, you, you've been, obviously, you're a studier and a, a very well-read person when it looks at when you're talking about current events. And it's obvious that you know that we are headed for dire times, at least on the financial side for Americans. Are you seeing an uptick from your clients? Are more people trying to reach out to you saying, look, I really need some help here in the financial area? Absolutely. My clients have always historically wanted to know what's going on with their business, what's going on with their money, how should they invest, where should they invest, and when. And timing is really everything, as you know, Todd. Um, And astrology can be a really great tool. That was a great segment you just did. Uh, and, um, And the timing of things. But sometimes bad times or low economic times can actually be the best time to get in, as you know, by low, as they say. That's right. That's right. So what I want to know, though, is that from the from a personal the household balance sheet where you have one thing that, that Toby and I like to talk about on buy, hold, sell is looking at the debt to income ratio, where it's really back at that 2008 level, which was the Great Recession. And you have so many people that, because of inflation, they're spending more on credit cards just to make ends meet. Right. And therefore, that, that debt-to-income ratio continues to rise. And, and that's a very troubling metric that, that Wall Street economists do, do uh, study. So for you, though, when you're speaking to people individually, and I'm not asking you to divulge any personal information from your clients, because I know how privacy and secrecy are really important to you. But but really, are you hearing the people that are they worried? I mean, are they wondering not just how they're going to be maybe paying for tuition bills or making car payments, but how they're actually putting food on their family's table? Absolutely. The price of everything, as you know, has gone sky high and households are really trying to budget. They're cutting things that you know, like luxury items, they're cutting all kinds of trips, they're cutting costs, and it's definitely also having an additional effect on the economy. And it's really important for families and for individuals to take a look at their own astrology makeup for themselves to figure out how are they going to navigate through this time? Also, it's important to keep an abundance mindset. And I do talk to my clients about this quite a bit. Uh, The law of attraction is a really tricky thing. It's always right. So if you think that you have less, you're going to start acting like you have less, and then you're going to really have less. So it's important to remember that, hey, we're going to be able to weather the storm, but let's be smart about it. And what's great about astrology, I feel is that you can use that as a tool to really understand yourself and how you should behave in these times with respect to what's going on in the universe, in the sky. And, uh, and so when I sit with my clients, I do take a look at their chart, their natal chart when they were born, to see if there's any clues there for them as to which road to take and which thing to do in these troubling times right now. Now, what I understand is this natal chart, this is almost a, a really almost the, the blueprint for every human that is born. Is that correct? I mean, just based off of my own research? So the way we like to look at it in the astrology biz, it's, it's really a map of your soul. It's what was in the sky when you took your first breath. It's the supports um, of the planets and the alignments that were there for you in this walk of life. And there are several aspects in a chart that relate to your money, your wealth, your value system, as well as other people's money, how you're going to take your money and allow other people or other institutions to manage it for you. There's literally sections in that chart 
that are there. And so you can look at those and you can see how that relates to the rest of your chart, which relates to your relationships, your children, um, your growth, where you're going in life, and see how you might fit it in, especially in a time when people really have a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of certainty actually built into that that chart to take a look at. Well, that that is very fascinating. I, I would love to get one done for myself. I am curious, so will the natal chart actually almost give in a clue for an individual, whether they're going to be prosperous or maybe have financial dire straits? So that's really somebody's choice. That's what I feel. Um, it'll give you an indication of where your strengths lie and maybe where your challenges lie as well. But that doesn't mean you have to accept it. It's really more of a weather report of, hey, this is what you're working with. This is what you're working with right now. If you look at the chart of the United States right now, you can see what's going on. You can see where you're at and what you want to accomplish. And then you can figure out, strategize. It's just another tool to strategize on how you want to invest your money and how and when. That's the key. So for an individual that goes through this practice with you and they're studying it, do you, I'm sure your clients are repeat clients. They probably come to you probably several times. I don't know how often you show up or they show up. I know with a psychiatrist, you'd see us a therapist maybe once a week, twice a week, whatever it is. I'm, not, I'm sure you're seeing your clients quite frequently. But are you seeing any improvement from them? Is the, or is the feeling still negative? Is the tone negative? as they continue to have follow-up sessions with you? So with my clients, I, my clients actually have a really firm understanding of themselves and what their chart tells them because they do come to me on a regular basis. And I also find my clients, I've, I've taught them almost too well because they're actually watching the planets themselves and they'll tell me, hey, Mercury's retrograde. I don't want to sign that big deal today. Um, what, what would be the best day in your opinion? And I'll look at their chart and I'll look at what's going on and I'll be able to kind of give them a, you know, an indicator um, just like you would with any other type of indicators that you use in the biz here. Uh, and, um, and they're actually calling me and, you know, following this stuff now. And I, I really applaud that when my clients and a lot of them are CEOs, business owners, masters of industry, you would be surprised at how many people and names you'd recognize that actually do look at these indicators. And it's probably a big reason why they're so successful, actually. Yeah. And you're, and you're a great teacher, I'm sure, because I, if, you're, if, if your clients are studying on their own, on their own, trying to do this, their own homework, uh, that really shows how um, influential you are with your clients. I could see why you are speaking to, to those circles of influence, people that are CEOs. I mean, you clearly have the credentials. Uh, you could be in an Ivy League law grad, you probably have a lot to offer. And plus, you could speak at that level that I think a lot of CEOs probably are asking for. With that, I mean, do you see, is there, is there any type of, I mean, people are coming to you, clearly understand astrology. They believe in this. They're looking for that self-help. I mean, what are they? I'm sure they're ambassadors for you, right? I mean, they're probably going out because with when we spoke to Henry Weingarten, I mean, I was kind of, I was just overwhelmed with how much knowledge he had, but he was really looking at how the stars were, were aligned, the planets are aligned. I mean, there are so many factors there. And just off of my own research, I'm, I'm kind of I'm a, I'm a bit um, overwhelmed, I guess, from the amount of news that's coming out. But with your CEOs that you're speaking to, those clients, I mean, are they relaying this information to their employees? I mean, or, or is that something just that they just like to keep private? Some of them are smart enough to work with their teams on this. Some of them are smart enough to have me work as well with their teams, with their employee teams so that they can work together to, to both understand themselves a little bit better and what works for them and to serve their clients as best they can. And yeah, so I do team trainings and things like this. I do get called in for this and, and it's just really up to what the client needs and wants. And, and just so you understand, I do have clients who, who are basically trying to figure out how to manage their home, how to manage their children, how to manage their relationships, given what's going on with the financial world nowadays. Um, um, who don't necessarily own a business, but just want to know this stuff. Uh, so I get the whole smorgasbord of folks reaching out to me 
on this very topic that you guys talk about here on this show, which, by the way, I love the show. You're doing a great job. And, oh, uh, and I'm really happy to be here and very honored that you asked me to, to join you today. Yeah, I mean, well, we wanted to bring somebody in that was more on the on the personal at that that household side to really mm-hmm. come in. I mean, Henry being the managing director of a family office now, I mean, he's clearly going to be looking at more of the, the technical and fundamental analysis, but also how astrology kicks in and really validates those decisions. But from the household side, I really want to get a better perspective, I know, for our audience who um, who are probably asking the same question. So so let me ask you this. Finally, I'm, it sounds like you're doing a lot of uh, corporate work and you're doing individual work. I assume that you would, I mean, you, you probably do what, Zoom, these Zoom readings or how, how does that work? I mean, or, because with technology, I'd imagine you could probably reach probably people from all over the world. I do. I do a lot of Zoom readings. I do have people come and visit me as well in my office um, and they schedule all different types of readings with me. I can do things over the phone. I can do things over the computer. I can do things in person. The energy is the same, you know, as long as I'm, I have the information from them regarding their birth, I can certainly look at their chart and I can help with the intuitive side too um, and tap in that way and really get an understanding of what this person needs, what they want, um, where they're going. It's just another tool in their toolbox to manage their lives. And I find it to be very rewarding for my clients. Yeah, I love that. Another tool in the toolbox. That's that's fantastic. Well, how can uh, individuals and and business owners, how can they reach you? Oh, absolutely can reach me on my website. I'm sorry, reallegalmedium.com. Losing my mind. That's okay. Reallegalmedium.com. The star is making me crazy today. Reallegalmedium.com. Yes. And I love the the legal aspect, especially you being a lawyer and being uh, practicing law and and from that um, industry. That's definitely very, very cool. Commenting on that. Just one comment on that. So the legal isn't just about the laws and the books and the courtroom and then all of that stuff that you think about contracts and whatnot, and certainly contracts and when to sign them and how to sign them and what deals to do. That stuff comes up in my readings all the time. However, legal can be the laws of the universe and the law of attraction. And what are you bringing into your path and what are, where are you going in your life and how you behave and how you think and how you feel has a lot to do with that. And that is all the law of karma. And all of that is really important. And it plays a, a, a large role in the, in the types of, of readings and meetings that I do with my clients. Well, that's great. Okay, so reallegalmedium.com. I know we will be promoting that on our end as well. And I would love to have you back. I, I actually promised Henry we would have him back, especially with some of the um, the, the things that he was predicting over the next couple of months. So um, if they, if he comes true, we're definitely going to, even if he's 50%, we've got to bring him back. I'd like to bring you back as well there, Kimberly. Oh, so that's to. great. Thank you so much. I would love to talk to Henry too. He seems to have a lot of good ideas there. Yes, yes. I, I think he's also another Cornell guy. So you guys, I see you're wearing the Cornell. All right. So you probably have a lot of comments. So that's great. <laughs> that's wonderful news. That's super. Well, listen, we're, we're going to leave it there. So on behalf of Tobin Smith and Henry Weingarten and Kimberly Ferris, I'd like to thank everyone for watching today's edition of Buy, Hold, Sell. Please make a point of catching our next show. We're bringing in Jeffrey Hirsch from the Stock Traders Almanac, along with Sam Stovall, Chief Investment Strategist from CFRA Research. Both of them were 100% accurate with their January barometers. And we're bringing them together on this show. So it's going to be a fantastic buy a whole self. So we look forward to seeing you next time. Take care. Welcome change agents to your go-to place for stories that ignite your spirit, fuel your purpose, and connect us all. We believe in the incredible power of the human spirit, its boundless resilience, and the inspiration it brings to our lives. On the Driving Change podcast, we'll journey together through the extraordinary yet very relatable experiences of some of the most amazing people on earth. Our mission, that through these stories, we might just spark change within you and awaken a newfound motivation to harness your unique gifts to make a real difference in the world. So get ready to be inspired and join us on this incredible adventure. You can find the Driving Change Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you love listening to your favorite podcasts.